Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Sorry for the brief interruption. So tonight we begin again. Uh, let me continue from where we stopped. So we said uh, we're talking about the ministry of the teacher. And we began to talk about, we said we started with the ministry of the prophet. And that the ministry of the prophet, you know, has to do with hearing God. The prophet is that person who we trust with the capacity to hear God. They have been gifted with the ability to hear God. And because of that, we can trust that the we can trust that the uh, uh, um, that the message he brings when he when he when he brings the word of God to us, we can trust that the message that he brings actually uh, is the correct revelation of that doctrine. Is the correct revelation of that of that scripture? Is the correct revelation of 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 that message? You know that is what the prophet does. Then we spoke about the ministry of the evangelist. And we said the, the said the evangelist is a revivalist. He is called to actually bring people back to the faith of the fathers. When people have run, have gone away from the faith, when they have gone have, have astray from the truth of the word of God, when everybody knows that this is the word of God, this is what God is saying, and everybody began to listen to teachers that can make that can make themselves happy, that can make them happy, teachers that teach, you know, just to feed their belly or just to make people laugh. When in the church you see pastors preach about uh, money or other things, when they should be preaching the truth, when they should condemn, but they refuse to condemn and they begin to preach messages that are convenient. You have an evangelist who calls the people back to order and return them back to the faith of the fathers. The evangelist brings repentance and they return back to the faith of the fathers. But today we want to quickly look at the ministry of the teacher. Because of time, I'll just quickly launch into that. Now, I want us to understand, we said first of all, the ministry of the teacher is centered around the word of God, understanding or comprehension of the word of God. You see, like I said, why the prophet has to, has to do with bringing the correct revelation of the word of God, and the evangelist has to do with revival and the practice of the faith of our fathers, the practice of biblical concepts. You know, it's not enough to just hear about it. It's not enough to just know about it. It is time for the body of Christ to begin to practice. It's time for the nations to begin to practice. When people begin to run away from the truth, when people begin to practice what is not, when people begin to, to, to do things the way they, are, they, they, they want, what, what the, what the, what the uh, evangelist does is that it brings people back into the, 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 the foundation of the fathers. But when we talk about uh, the ministry of the teacher, the ministry of the teacher is specifically about the comprehension of the word of God, understanding and the comprehension of the word of God. So because uh, God needs someone who is not just gifted now, God needs someone who, who's calling has to be about, okay, this is the word of God, this is the Bible, this is this is the scriptures. Okay, how do we now understand the, the scriptures? Actually is that, uh, you know, in, in, in Greek it's called logos, logos. Logos means uh, the word of God, but not the word of God as uh, as touching speaking. Now he's talking about the, the the word of God that that is a body of knowledge of how uh, God uh, works, 
who God is, everything that has been written down about the person of God, everything that has been written down about the nature of God, everything that has been written down about the kingdom of God. So when you carry your Bible, you want to understand about God's kingdom. When you become a Christian, the first thing that you are given is the word of God. When you become a Christian, you know, the first thing, you know, sometimes when you want to check if somebody is growing, what do you ask? You said, how far do you still read your Bible? You know, how far are you in the growth of your Bible? The Bible says that, uh, 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 um, he said the word. Uh, he said the, the, this the, 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 this law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate during day and night. Why? Because the laws of God, the word of God, you know, is something that you need to understand and meditate upon day and night. Because it's only when you understand the ways of the kingdom that you can actually have what good success. You can actually prosper. That's why the Bible says that this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. So the scripture is meant to be understood. The scripture is meant to be comprehended. The problem is that, you know, uh, when you look at the body of Christ, you know, there are so many, many things that are going all around. You know, people understand different things in different ways. People can read the scripture and say that this is what they feel the word of God is talking about. Some people will look at it and say, no, 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 this is what the scripture is talking about. And so, you know, there's sometimes people do not even understand what God is saying at all about the scriptures. You know, they, they begin to talk about things that they feel should happen. So you see that God decided that, okay, because of that, I want to raise a special kind of person because the teacher is a very special kind of anointing. Most people do not really recognize this, but after today, I'm trusting God that you will recognize that the, the role of the teacher is a role, you know, is a very anointed ministry. And uh, now, uh, because... One of the very first things that you 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 will understand is that God, while the while when you look at the, the, the role of the prophet is to bring a correct revelation, and you look at the role of the evangelist is to bring people back into the practice of the truths of God, practice of the words of God, you know, return people back to the practice of the ways of the fathers. You know, we have people like the teacher who their own calling is to bring people into the comprehension, the true comprehension of the word of God. So when people are having different directions, when people are saying, no, it means this, it means that, and people begin to apply things, no, majorly because people do not understand the word of God, God raises somebody, anoints the person, gives the person special insights into the word of God. So you will meet some people, when they are reading the word of God, it's as if they are understanding the word of God effortlessly. That is the gift that God gave them. So that they are able to come to the body of Christ and bring comprehension, bring understanding, bring clarity. So a teacher is someone that brings a clear picture of the truths of God. A teacher is someone, you know, a teacher like someone used to say, you know, a teacher is somebody that is someone that who has the ability to make uh, complex truths simple. They have the ability to break down things. They have the ability to make things clear. You know, sometimes you see you you see that people talk about uh, people call them uh, themselves teachers, and and you see them they begin to quote different scriptures, they quote this and that, this and that, and by the time they finish teaching, you will become more confused than when you started. Because the calling of the teacher is not to make simple things complex. You know, it's not it's not in the number of scriptures you can quote. It's not in the number of uh, revelation. You know, there's there's a way you can get too much revelation. There's a way you read things such that by the time you finish, you know, and then you want to the people that you want to that want to listen to you, they get confused and they are like, so exactly what are you saying? 
you know. But a teacher is somebody who has an ability to make complex things simple. Just like in your school, you have teachers. The essence of your teacher is to help you understand. It's not like you don't read this thing in uh, uh, maybe in your in your Ababio or or in your OKK or in whatever book you use in secondary school or in the university. You know, sometimes you may have read it, sometimes you may not have read it, but it is your teacher you go to. Why? For clarity. For clarity, for understanding. The calling of the teacher is to make things clear. To make things clear. So once you discover that you are having issues with clarity, what is God doing? God is sending you to go to the ministry of a teacher. So if you find yourself being drawn to the ministry of a teacher, it could be that maybe you are having uh, a calling in the teaching direction or you actually have a burden to understand the word of God. You see that when you want to understand anything about the flesh, what do you do? You go to Pastor Biliakoni. When you want to understand anything about uh, maybe success, who do you go to? You go to Reverend Sam Adeyemi. When you want to understand clearly the things about destiny, who do you go to? You go to Reverend Areogun. I'm saying all that for you to understand that we have teachers in the body of Christ. When you want to understand things about faith, about uh, the new creation realities, who do you go to? You go to people like uh, Reverend Chris Oyakilome. We have teachers in the body of Christ. Teachers in the body of Christ. Their own calling is to make things clear. To make things clear. So one of those very first things that we need to understand in the body of Christ is that the calling of a teacher is to make things clear, to bring comprehension. So if you discover that a man of God has this ability, you know, his own primary gift is not really, of course, you can hear God, I'm going to go into that, but he has a special gift to to, 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 you know, you did not understand something before, but when you come near him, you discover that it's as if the scriptures are open, as if your eyes are open, and you begin to see things that you have not seen before. You begin to understand clearly the meaning of, 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 of concepts in the scriptures. You begin to understand, um, you begin to get a clear picture. You know, you will never understand, uh, 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 um, what do you call it now, uh, the flesh. You know, and discipleship until you come to the ministry of Bilaakoni. You know, when you come under him and you begin to listen, you begin to see clearly, oh, so this is what God is saying. And you begin to see they are instructors actually, because once they understand the scriptures, they are able to instruct you in the scriptures. They are instructors, they have a way, you know, another word for you know the teacher, you know, we call them rabbi. Another word for rabbi is instructor. So is that the they are called teacher or they are called rabbi, or they are even called masters. Because they have, they have the responsibility of instructing people in the word of God. They have a, a responsibility of helping people uh, conduct their life to, according to the dictates of the word of God. So their calling is to bring clarity, to help people understand clearly the word of God. Now, um, one of those things that I would like us to say, I want us to quickly look at a particular person in the scriptures. Jesa Telegedi. I want us to look at Acts chapter 18. Acts chapter 18. Now, I want us to look at an example of teachers in the scripture. You know, one example of a teacher in the scripture is Paul. <clears throat> but we didn't really see, um, or let me say, I've not yet come across a scripture that I want to, I want to use to expatiate what it does. I'm sure everybody knows that Paul is a teacher with the way he expounds, you know, the word of God. But I want to show us another teacher that the Bible showed us clearly what it does. <clears throat> the Bible showed us in the book of Acts chapter 18 from verse 24. We are talking about the ministry 
of Apollos, the ministry of Apollos. Now, uh, verse 24, he says, And a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandra, an eloquent man, an eloquent man, and mighty in the scriptures, mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. So one of those things you find out about people who are teachers is that there are people that are very mighty in the scriptures. Because because usually when you meet teachers, one of those things you, you notice when you come around them is that these people, no, 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 these people they are gifted with understanding, they are gifted with knowledge as, as touching the word of God, you know, as touching understanding the scriptures. You know, you must understand that this is not, this is an anointing. This is a gift. Just like some people are gifted with the ability to um, hear God, an ability to speak for God. Some people are gifted with an ability to understand the scriptures. They are gifted with an ability to, to, to be mighty in scriptures. You know, to be mighty. Everybody knows the scriptures, but this one just have an extraordinary anointing beyond the norm to be mighty in scriptures. There are some people that when you want to understand the scriptures, you go to them. There are some people that when you when when it is uh, maybe hearing God, you know who to go to. But there are some when it is revival, you know who to go to. You don't go to an evangelist for understanding of the scriptures. What you get is revival. You're going to go to a prophet for understanding of the scriptures. What you get is revelation. What you get is God saying this. What you get is a confirmation. But when you really want understanding of the scriptures, you go to the ministry of a teacher. You go to the ministry of a teacher because the teacher will give you revelation or understanding or comprehension or clarity of what the word of God is truly saying. And then let me continue. He says in verse 25, and a certain Jew named Apollos born at Alexandria, okay, I've read that, uh, verse 25, he said, this man was instructed in the way of the Lord. He said, and being fervent in the Spirit, being fervent in the Spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord. He spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. So one of those things you find about teachers is that they are usually very fervent people. They are very zealous people. Zealous people. <clears throat> So because why they are zealous for the word of God. That's why most times you find that teachers are people that hate heresy. They are people that always want to clarify heresy because they want people to understand the true word of God and to dislodge the things that are not correct from the mind of, of people. Teachers have an ability to transmit the revelation, the understanding that is in their mind into the mind of the listeners. They have an ability to communicate properly. They have an ability, you know, you don't leave the ministry of a teacher you know, confused. No. If the person has an anointing to teach, by the time the person is leaving, you, you have this kind of understanding and you're like, wow. So this is what the scripture means. This is this, is this, this is that. When you are leaving the ministry of a teacher, you know, you have this basic and strong understanding. There is no confusion. Because a teacher has zeal. And the zeal is to do what? To remove heresy and to make sure people correctly understand the word of God. So they have an ability to transmit knowledge, their own understanding, their own mindsets that they have seen from the scripture, to transmit it into uh, the mind of the people of God. <clears throat> now, let me continue further. 
Now, verse 26. He said, and he began to speak boldly. You see, zeal, they have zeal and they usually speak boldly. They are bold people because they know what they saw in the world. And they usually want to stand with the word of God. They usually want to stand with the truth of God. They usually want to stand so that people will have the correct understanding of the word of God. He said, verse 26, and he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had had, they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. Verse 27, and when he was disposed to pass into Achaia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, who when he was come, helped them much, which, which had believed through grace. Now this is where I'm going, verse 28. He said, for he mightily convinced the Jews. He said, and that publicly, showing by the scripture that Jesus was the Christ. Showing. You see, when, an, when a teacher is preaching or is teaching or is you know uh, explaining the word of god because the teacher explains you discover that he is actually showing it's as if you are seeing a picture you know i like i said they bring a clear picture so it's as if they are they are they are showing you something clearly they are showing you something clearly so that you can see it with your own eyes you know so a teacher shows a teacher shows you know i want to read to us a particular scripture um uh, I want to read uh, from another translation so that we see what uh, God is trying to show us in that particular scripture. Now, um, I want to show us uh, from the basic Bible English. He said, talking about that verse 28, he said, for he overcame the Jews. That's talking about Apollos. He overcame the Jews in public discussion, making clear do you see that making clear from the only writings so a teacher number one uses the scriptures and what he does he do with the scriptures he makes clear and he tries to overcome you see bible said verse 28 he overcame the jews a teacher always tries to overcome the wrong notions the wrong teachings the wrong belief heresies and everything by what is their what is their body to to to, to make clear from the Holy Scriptures, you see? So he was able to make clear from the Holy Scripture that Jesus was the Christ. So that is what the, a calling of a teacher is usually about. Their calling is usually to bring clarity, to give a clear picture, to make clear, to make clear, to make clear, to make clear. So if you notice, you know, sometimes you meet a teacher you know, sometimes some teachers can be evangelistic in, in the way they, 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 they speak and they may, be, they may be preachers, but essentially you find them teaching. You find some of them, they are gentle in nature, you know, and they speak one word at a time, you know. You find some of them like Pastor Chris who carry an anointing for signs and wonders. You know, there is this belief that once you are a teacher, you cannot carry another anointing, you see. And because of that, you see that most uh, most um, uh, teachers, they, will, they prefer to call themselves bro. You know, you know, if somebody is a pastor, yeah, pastor, if somebody's an evangelist, yeah, evangelist. But if somebody is a teacher, nobody wants to call themselves teacher, you know. But the reality is that you can carry a teaching anointing, and some other teachers still carry a signs and wonders anointing, they can carry a healing anointing, they can carry a prophetic anointing. That you carry a teaching anointing does not mean that you cannot carry any other anointing. And this leads me to help us understand something that you know there are usually uh, different kinds of anointing we find in the body of Christ. 
There are different kinds of anointing we find in the body of Christ. Now, uh, there is um, uh, the prophetic anointing that many of us know that people, whether you are a prophet or not, you still have that people, many people operate in the prophetic anointing. There are some people that carry the uh, 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 healing anointing. Like I said, even though you are a teacher, you can carry the healing anointing. But there, is, there are those who carry an extraordinary amount of teaching anointing. They have this strong anointing that when you are when you are, it's as if it's a canopy that surrounds you. If you have been around any true anointed teacher of the word of God, you will understand what I'm saying. If you have been under their teaching, it's quite as if a canopy of the anointing covers you. And as they begin to open the scriptures, you begin to understand clearly what the word of God is saying. Then you also have people like evangelists too, who also have a powerful preaching anointing. A powerful preaching anointing. And when you are under these ones, you discover that you begin to understand the scriptures. Uh, let me say, you begin to receive, you know, be touched by the power of their preaching. You, the revival comes into you, you are touched. Why? Because there is an, a teaching anointing. <clears throat> there is a teaching anointing, a very strong anointing. So if you carry a teaching anointing and maybe you do not have a healing anointing, maybe you do not have a... a, 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 a what do you call it now? If you don't have a healing anointing or you don't have a prophetic anointing and you think that you just that you only have a teaching anointing, no, I need you to understand that, that there is what we call uh, a, a teaching anointing, a very strong anointing. You know, get a kind of anointing that opens the word of God, breathes clarity, you know, into the word of God. You know, you, I want you to understand that, you know, we can have these gifts in measures. For example, if God calls into a ministry, you are either a teacher of the word of God or you are a preacher of the word of God. You know, God calls you and anoints you. You are actually either a teacher or a preacher. And then, so because of that, you have a, a preaching grace, a preaching anointing, or you have a teaching anointing. However, when you are called to the office of a teacher, it's, it's, it's different. The teaching anointing goes to another level. Just like when you have the anointing of the prophets. Uh, most people operate in the prophetic dimension of the anointing, the prophetic gifting. You know, but when you talk about the prophetic anointing, it's from the prophetic gifting. The prophetic anointing is the anointing of the prophet, and it is a very strong anointing. But you can actually prophesy, you can see visions and not be a prophet. You have the prophetic gifting. In the same way, too, you can be an evangelist, you know, you, and where you have the extraordinary amount anointing to preach the word of God. Meanwhile, there are some people who can preach the word of God powerfully too, but what they have is a preaching gift. But when you meet the evangelist, you know that this one has a preaching anointing. A preaching anointing in the same way too you have people who can teach too you know they have a teaching gift but when you want to talk about the the, the, the the strength of the teaching anointing who do you go to you go and meet the teacher because what they have is not just a teaching gift they have the full teaching anointing so i need if god is calling you to be a teacher i need you not to think that oh i'm just ordinarily a teacher i've seen i've been i've i've been under the ministry of uh, uh, and I have seen people literally cry under the teaching. The power of the anointing has been so strong that, you know, people just literally cry for the power of the teaching. <clears throat> so I don't want us to begin to think that, you know, when we are talking about the teaching anointing, you know, it is only for people that, you know, that just know the word of God and explain. It's not for Sunday school teachers. I'm not talking, you can teach Sunday school. You can teach Sunday school. But you, what you may have may just be a teaching gift. 
But when we are talking about the teaching anointing, the teaching anointing, it's a very powerful anointing. It's a very powerful anointing. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a canopy. When you are under that anointing, it encompasses you. And once you are under it, the word of God is open to you clearly. Kadosha, kalabadosha. So you see that some people have this extraordinary anointing. You know, so there is the teaching gift, there is the teaching anointing. You know, so you have people like that in the body of Christ. So next time when you when you want to understand the ministry of a teacher, or when you want to understand the word of God, want clarity, want a clear picture of things in the word of God, who do you go to? You run, you run to the ministry of a teacher you know uh, you the, the essence of these teachings is for you to understand the roles of this fivefold ministry so that you'll be able to understand how you'll be able to put yourself under their ministry and bring uh, uh, yourself to the place of maturity in god maturity in god and so this is why God is making us understand the ministry of the teacher. So you see, that's why when we read in the book of, um, is it book now? Uh, yes, in the book of Acts chapter 18, verse 24 to 28, about the ministry of Apollos. You know, you begin to see what Apollos did. Apollos helped the people to understand the word of God. Next week, we'll be looking at the ministry of the pastor. We'll be trusting God, you know, to understand the ministry of the pastor, you know, but in the midst of the teacher, you begin to understand something, that the essence of the ministry, if without the teacher, like I said, the, the teacher is an instructor. The meaning of the word teacher in the scripture is also the word rabbi. They call Jesus rabbi, which, which also means master. So they may not be they may not be demonstrating uh, signs and wonders and this and that, but they are called master because they are the ones that are instructors. They instruct people in the ways of God. They instruct people, you know, in how they should live their life in God. So usually they they, are, they bring they lay a strong foundation for the body of Christ as touching uh, 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 scriptures, as touching concepts in the kingdom of God. Most of the concepts we believe today, you know, came from teachers of the word of God. For example, we have understood faith by the ministry of who? Uh, uh, Dadiagi, who is a teacher and a prophet. You know, so most of the core teachings that we've believed and received today, today you know, the foundations they've laid you know, are people who had a teaching grace. People who had a teaching ability. Teaching helps you to be able to lay a correct foundation. You know, because the clarity that, that is found in the teaching anointing establishes people and does not allow them to, to, to make a mistake. You know, it does not allow them to, 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 to fall. It allow it makes sure that everything is in place the way they are supposed to be. <clears throat> yeah, thank you so much, ma. Thank you so much, ma. Now, let me just quickly read that last script, that last version. Uh, sorry, that last verse again, Ashata 20, before we pray. It says, for he mightily convinced the Jews and that publicly showing by the scriptures that Jesus was the Christ. You see, I said, he mightily convinced. Every teacher seeks to convince. And they said they do that publicly, showing by the scriptures. Showing. A teacher has to, a teacher has to show. They have to show through the scriptures. So that is the ministry of the teacher. I just want us to quickly pray. At this particular point, Kandosh etelebrason telebaya baba. Ozembre endosh ketebrakujata labrason telebaya. I want us to pray that Lord, 
Help me embrace the ministry of a teacher. Help me, if you are a teacher, help me embrace this calling. Help me embrace this calling. If you are not called to the ministry of a teacher, help me embrace this ministry so that I will be able to receive the ministry of the teacher properly the way I should receive it. I will even know those who are false teachers because when you understand the function of a teacher, as we have explained tonight, you will be able to at least know what to do with them and what not to do with them. You will be able to know exactly how you should treat a teacher and how to not treat the teacher you know you know exactly what you do when you come under the ministry of the teacher the lord help me to be able to follow the ministry of the teacher and embrace the ministry of the teacher the way it should be embraced you know they say that he who comes he will receive the prophet in the name of the prophet shall receive a prophet's reward and in the same way too, if you embrace a teacher you know in the name of a teacher you embrace a teacher as a teacher you know you will receive the rewards of a teacher you understand the scriptures, you understand clarity in the scriptures. Lord, I command the anointing, the mantle. I see the mantle of the teacher. That is to come upon someone listening to me. Yes, shake it, Yes, I see it like clothing tongues of fire. I see. I command that tongue to fall upon you now in the name of Jesus. From now, you begin to get clarity in the word of God. Clarity in the word of God, so that you'll be able to come out to bring clarity to the word of God into the people of God in the name of Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Clarity, 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 clarity in the name of Jesus. Clarity in the name of Jesus. Help us to be able to embrace our anointings. Help us to be able to embrace our callings. Help us to be able to embrace our ministries in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we release your power. We release your power now. Let the power of God be released now. Let the power of God be released now. I see gifts of God being distributed. God is releasing people in the fivefold ministry, giving gifts. I see some people being given prophetic gifts now. Not prophetic anointing, but prophetic gifts. God is releasing different kinds of gifts. Lord, release this now in the name of Jesus to as many as are listening, even to this message in the name of Jesus. Let this anointing come upon them now in the name of Jesus. No Santa, Roshenta, Rakaba, Eshante, Erekete, Brasuntelia, Maraka, Pal de Keto, Sheketebra, Ereketebra, Kasheteleba, Anta Labras, Entelebro, Shantalia, Talibra, Kasheteleba, Holy Ghost, let your anointing be evident, let your anointing be evident, let your anointing be evident, Jashetelebra Kusha, Ezeketebra Kuvayadaba. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, mighty Father. Thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I want to bless God once again for the opportunity to be able to minister to us tonight. 
I know our lives will never remain the same. No, our lives will not remain the same. Our lives will keep growing from glory to glory. We begin to go from level to level uh, in the name of Jesus. As we begin to understand the ministry of a teacher, you know, we begin to understand our place. God is building an army. And what God is beginning to do is, is begin to open our eyes to the leadership of the army. You know, when we begin to understand the fivefold ministry, then you will be able to understand uh, their function as they lead us in the army of God in this coming revival. And then even uh, uh, we ourselves will be able to know our place, you know, and how we are able to even relate with the people, you know. So uh, tonight, uh, uh, I just want to bless God and as I trust God as we continue to key in into these teachings, we'll be able to understand our place in the kingdom and we'll be able to enter into that place in the kingdom. Thank you, mighty Father. Thank you, mighty Father. Uh, God bless us all tonight. God bless us all tonight. Our lives will not remain the same in the name of Jesus. Until next week, uh, when we meet again, we'll consider the road of the pastor the role of the pastor god bless us in the name of jesus we can um uh, listen uh to uh earlier messages on the anchor podcast the link has always been there you know uh, i will also give us a link once we are through again i'll give us a link uh put the link there again we can go there and listen to these uh messages again god bless us all in jesus name we pray amen <music>